Is Odell Beckham the most overdrafted player in fantasy? Depends which website you're looking at. We'll tell you about him right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Okay, welcome everybody. I'm Adam Azer, joined by Jacob Gibbs to break down Odell Beckham Jr. Now, if you listen to the end of yesterday's show, I said I thought he was the most overdrafted player. That's based on fantasy pros. Their consensus average draft position has Beckham going 67th overall, around six pick in full PPR. On CBS, though, he's going 88th overall. Huge difference there. Jacob, I'll take him at 88. I think I think no chance am I taking Odell Beckham in round six. Uh, but tell me about some of the metrics that you're looking at with Beckham because you're, you're going to strike an optimistic tone here. Yeah, I would take him at 66. You don't have to. No, Jacob, yeah. don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think everything we, we saw from him last year in the games that he was healthy for is actually really encouraging. I know that the production wasn't there, but the volume really was there for him to produce like a, a top fantasy receiver. Um, his targets per route run rose from 23% in 2019 to 24.3% last year, uh, which would rank 10th among wide receivers if he played enough snaps to qualify. And he wasn't just targeted at a high rate. He was consistently targeted at a high rate. Uh, his target per route run rate was above 24% in each of Cleveland's first five games. Uh, for reference, guys like Tyree Kill, DK Metcalf, Mike Evans, Robert Woods, they played the majority of the season and they didn't even have five games where they had a target per run rate that high. Beckham did it in five of his six games. Um, he's a huge part of Cleveland's offense. Kevin Stavansky really scripted a lot of specific things uh, to get Beckham involved, um, and it just didn't quite come to fruition, but I think we might see it um, over a larger sample size um, come to, to fruition more efficiently than we saw last year. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, Eric, and one of the things that you're looking at is the play-action game, because we know this is a this is a run-heavy team, but in play-action, he could really thrive. Right, yeah. So, I mean, you got to worry about Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. So, obviously, play action is efficient. We've seen play action just in general uh, boost the productivity of receivers across the league. Um, the yards per run rate is up by 34% on average on play action plays. Um, and Odell Beckham last year was um, on pace to finish second among all wide receivers in play action targets. Um, we saw Stefanski use him basically the way we saw Stefanski use Stefan Diggs in his time in, in Minnesota. Beckham's ADOT on play-action routes was up from 9.6 all the way to 12 yards in his first year with Stefanski. Um, 44% of his targets came on play-action routes, but 62% of his yards came on play-action routes, and all of his touchdowns were on play-action plays. So these routes were super, super important for him, um, and we saw those routes go to Jarvis Landry, who ended up being pretty fantasy-relevant over the, the second half of the year in 2020. And so I think with Beckham back, um, there's, there's a chance that his efficiency really will be boosted um, by these play-action routes I'm really excited to see uh, over a larger sample size if uh, if he does correct from what we saw last year. A lot of people can't really get over the catch rate. He has caught about 56% and about 54% of his targets in two seasons with Cleveland. It just makes me wonder what kind of connection he has with Baker Mayfield, who, coincidence or not, has been better without Beckham mm-hmm. uh, You know, in his time with Cleveland. So, you know, what do you make of this low catch rate? Because targets are great, but you got to catch them. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, he has a lot of unrealized areas. He's right up there with someone like Jerry Judy there when it, when it comes to, you know, converting these at such a low rate. But I think really what we saw last year is the worst that it's possibly going to be. And I think we've got some historical context that backs that up. Um, so over the past five seasons, the average catch rate of players with an average depth of target above 13 yards, which is right where Beckham's was, was 59%. Um, so Beckham's was at 53%. Only 20% of those players um, had a catch rate as low as his. And so just like without any further context, we're like, that's a 20 percentile outcome. And then when you look at the players who had such a low catch rate, it becomes clear that he does not belong with these guys. 
Um, rookie Jerry Judy was the most efficient player from that group. His 1.66 yard per out run um, was the only one among 16 players, even above 1.5. The average is 1.1. Odell Beckham's yard per out run rate has never been below 1.8, even with some really, really bad years. He's way better than these guys. And I, I get that the connection hasn't been there with Baker, um, but I think there's no, that's just a bottom range of outcome <laughs> result. There's no way that could possibly be that low again. And he was the wide receiver 16 before he got hurt. And so we're, we're saying he was wide receiver 16 with an absolutely bottom range outcome result in terms of catch rate. What happens if it rebounds? What happens if he's used the same way and he's just more efficient, better luck on variance in 2021? He's being drafted as wide receiver 28. You know, like I, I think he is a, a clear value here. I get all the reasons to be scared, but I, I think there's a lot of room for growth at his ADP. Well, I know people, some people just don't care about injuries, but this is one player where I do think you have to bake in some injury risk. He's so injury prone. Because uh, even in 2019, when Beckham played 16 games, he played with a sports hernia. He played hurt the entire year. So he's really been injured kind of seriously at least three of the last four years. Uh, and then you've got the fact that they might have a great defense. They were 21st in scoring defense last year. Their defense should be much better. And that means... Fewer throws for a lot of teams when you have a better defense, and this team loves to run the run the football. So what I've noticed about Beckham just with Cleveland, he's been a matchups guy. He has been great last year against Cincinnati, against Dallas. Uh, he was terrific, but against Baltimore, against the Colts, against Washington, and against Steelers, maybe he wasn't. He just you just don't want to use that player, that outcome. It wasn't good enough. Uh, so that's what I'm concerned about. You look at his schedule, I think it's pretty favorable to start the year, so that could be a great thing. Maybe you, maybe you'll have to trade Beckham, but I don't know, man. Sixth round, I can't get on board. Uh, we, I did get the final word in there. I am sorry. I went way over time, but you heard the pros and the cons there. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5. That's Jacob Gibbs. I'm Adam Azer. We'll talk to you tomorrow.